Previously on Follow the Leader. The adventure is over. You have reached level 13 of the deepest dungeon and slain the dreaded menace that once guarded the legendary treasure. One thing remains for you and your adventuring companions to do. Claim the loot. Here it is before your very eyes. The treasure itself, visible only in the light of your sputtering torches. There is not quite as much as you had anticipated. Not even close. This. <laughs> this is a problem. So I'm playing a character named Adlai, who I have not played yet on this podcast because I kind of made him up in the past week. Um, he is a warrior, but sort of in parentheses I've written, like, he's a paladin, kind of, still. Um, he's a sort of tall, older gentleman. He's got very long hair, pulled back into a ponytail. He seems haunted, definitely has depression, very prone to anger, very like, I am the law. His virtue is that he is pious. And his vice is that he is vengeful. I am going to be playing Coyote once again. And in this iteration, they are the mage or wizard. Um, they them pronouns. Uh, they're very soft, like maybe five foot even, maybe. Uh, very soft in build. Long red hair worn pinned up because when it's down, it like falls to their lower back. Freckled tan skin and large brown eyes flecked with gold. They wear robes of green and a similar gold worn over fawn-coloured leggings and soft brown boots. Their virtue is forgiving. Their vice is rash. And I will be playing uh, Temel Jumos, who is a rogue, uses she-her pronouns. Her description is average height, a little wafy, uh, tan skin, and wavy dark hair. In particular, I'm using Aisha Hart from BBC's Atlantis as a face claim. She always looks super relaxed, but does have some small bit of movement about her at all times, whether if she's moving or... Is that like a mysterious breeze underground shifting your hair around? Who really knows? <laughs> you don't, and she won't tell. <laughs> her virtue is active, and her vice is boastful. We are maybe now following that, you know, fo following our, like, maybe we piled rocks on top of her body and put her staff in the pile of rocks to say this is who was here. Maybe immediately following that, we make our way down the stairs into the cavern below. And we, opening these doors, we see shelves of books and, you know, it's all gilded. It's all very gaudy. Um, you know, there's pedestals displaying artifacts everywhere. Everything is covered with a le heavy layer of dust, but is otherwise pristine. We now return to your game already in progress. back to it hell yeah so all right yeah adler rushes back in lifts up 
uh, Temel by the back of her shirt. How is Temel doing? Um, I mean, there's probably some burns and scrapes. Got a bruise on her back now. Is definitely Did she hit her head? Um, I don't think she hit her head, but she's like visibly shaken and, you know, just kind of, uh, this could have happened to anyone else, but never to me because I'm always a very careful person. Fucked up the dex roll. The dex save. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You fucked up your dex save real bad. You know, he's like, have you learned nothing? But also, like, yeah, like Kyody, he's like, a little worried. Kyody rounds the corner. He's a little worried. By the way. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, if you don't object, Sam Kyody will also, like, be in this scene. Yeah, no, I love it. Perfect. All right. Like I said, it brings both of us running. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think, like, Temple's definitely relying a lot on Adlai holding her upright uh, until, like, the shock wears off. You can give him a hug. He mm-hmm. won't object much. Uh, she will. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's completely unsure of how to deal with that. And he sort of... She's just, like, she's just like using... Because, like, he's holding her upright and... No, I meant she will as in she will object to oh. giving him a hug. <laughs> not she will actually give him a hug. Because I was Sorry, like, I just that seems weird. <laughs> but... Yeah, I was like, he's yeah. like, no, uh, no, what? God, no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so no, he's... She's just using his strength to hold her upright. He's holding the back of her shirt sort of to keep her upright in some sense, but also, like, to sort of shake her a little bit, like, what did I just tell you? Seconds ago. Adlai, what the fuck? You told me not to steal. You didn't tell me to stop throwing knives at things. Like, Kyoti comes over and just, like, takes like, Temmel's hands to steady her properly. Uh-huh. And just, like, obviously what Temmel's still about half a foot taller than them. And she's like, yes. yeah. look at me, let me, and there's, like, looking at her eyes and is like just trying to gauge how she is doing the like follow my finger with your eyes <laughs> yeah are you okay so adlai probably steps back and crosses his arms and looks a little miffed um i'll be fine that didn't answer the question tamal i mean i've ow yes have you forgotten what we went through to get down here what could possibly <laughs> have made you think that destroying things would be safe he's also kind of shaken as opposed to just what waltzing through them as if nothing will happen if we just keep our hands to ourselves that did so well for everyone else didn't it he raises his eyebrows at you i'm the one that gets my hands on things yes and that went so well just now just now that doesn't explain what happened to everyone else so me touching things or not isn't the problem here. It is this fucking place. Let's go sit down, alright? You need to have some water. He huffs and he follows yeah. after you guys both. Of course. And, like, they get sort of their little camping area, as it were. I think it's in, like, the central circle. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. the hub. The hub? Yes. That's the middle of a circle, yes. Well, oh, I was about to say, we've made it our hub, but then yes, yeah. that is also the answer. But also, that's what the part of a wheel... Yeah. <laughs> um, and Kyoto, like, pulls out what was Juniper's satchel with, like, all the healing stuff in and starts, like, uh, applying a salve to the burns mm-hmm. and um, hands um, Temple a bit of gauze for the bloody nose. I imagine a bloody nose. Why is there a bloody nose? There may not be a bloody nose. Why did my brain... My brain provided that for you, I if mean, you want sure. it. good detail. We'll just go Love with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Please, I... And they lower their voice a little, 
and look at Lai and just like, I know he, he's terrible in how he does it, but he does care. They look like they're trying to convince themselves of this fact a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to confirm this, not through this character, but just out of character. Like, he does care at this point. He has sure. come to care about you as his people, as much as he doesn't like yeah. that he cares. He's got a funny way of showing it. He's very repressed. <laughs> <laughs> Temple just, like, pauses a beat and tries to figure out what that has to do with anything. <laughs> She's like, okay, sure. I mean, it's, he's not very good at showing that he feels anything. He feels a lot of self-righteousness. <laughs> well, that one's easy. <laughs> that one doesn't require a lot of emotional conviction. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think he's far enough away right now. Like, he's kind of, he looks like he's a little, like, on guard, like, looking for other threats, like... You know. Yeah, I was going to say, I kind of liked the idea of the complication being that when he's following them back to the hub, something does catch his eye and he gets distracted by it. I don't know what we want it to be. Is it a a sound or a visual? I know you said catch his eye, but. I mean, like, a sound would be good. We've given him him a lot of both. (laughs) What if it. Oh, important question. Mm -hmm. Sam? Yep. Is uh is the Valjean to your Javert still alive? Hmm. I want to say yeah, yeah he is. I don't know what. Well, that, that 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 makes it different. But I think you hear like a humming. Oh shit! Like the humming of a tune, like the way somebody the way somebody might hum to themselves while they work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you recognize the tune. Ooh, and you recognize the cadence. Oh fuck. Alright. I mean, yeah, so that's I'm gonna say that's a negative one. Or I guess so Yeah, yeah, I think that works like cause then, you know, you going off to investigate it seems to always be your MO. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and I think right now, like, the tower could be the tower is finished digesting its meal and is waking back up for round two for dessert. Yeah, it's it's coming after yeah. us, but particularly, you know, Adlai. Um, but or maybe what it could be is like this happens and the positive is he can he keeps his head enough to realize that there's no absolutely no realistic way that this could really be here Uh and then i guess the negative is he's so distracted and rattled by the fact that there was just an explosion that he doesn't realize that that's no realistic way that this character can be here i like it yeah kind of want to make this one like add a negative dice in there force it to fail all right so slide over a box to the left yep is that your second one that you've done that with yeah nice yeah he went back to center yeah so 2d6 minus 1d6 a two that that'll be a negative that'll be a negative um yeah he's gonna he's gonna like little bit wild-eyed, catch the attention of both um, Kyote and uh, Temel, who I don't know if they can hear this as well. I kind of like nah. it. Well, I kind of like it if they can hear it, but they don't understand the significance of it. Or they can hear their own thing. Or they each hear their own Ooh, thing. Ooh, better. He, he, goes, he goes, you know, like, you, you know, take her to, to our camp. I'll 
I'll get to the bottom of this. And he absolutely storms off. He's like, all right, let's figure out. I don't know if he's like, let's find out what's toying with my emotions like this, because like his heart does hurt a little bit hearing this. Or if he's like, how is this asshole here? Is he following me? What's going on here? I, I kind of like the like, let's find out what this what this being is that's messing with my heart because it's untenable. I yeah, like that a lot. I like, you know, it's like it's definitely cannot actually be him. This has to be something messing with me because obvi, what else would it be? Yeah. And so he's taking his sword and he's going to get rid of the thing messing with him with force. Or is he? I don't know. Who knows what happens here? Yeah. This is round four, right? We literally have these two scenes and then one more round of scenes. Yeah. And then it's the finale. Are we going to get up back to the surface, do you think? We'll find out. Are we going to have time? Uh Play to find out what happens. Oh, wait. So is the resolution of of this playbook leaving? Might Hmm. be. I mean, if you you get a positive outcome, yeah. It could be. No, I mean, like, like, is it like that? Is that, is the outcomes like the outcome supposed to be like during our leaving stuff uh it's one final scene which is a vignette and gives some indication as to the ending of the story for your particular character okay so yeah it obviously will depend on what happens over the next few scenes Mm -hmm. all right yeah i'm just quickly checking the finale rules basically you make you know after you make a final rule uh, then your highest total goes first well, I say the t- if the total of your role is plus one or is one or is greater than one, your outcome for your character is any way you desire. If the title is a negative number, then your character's finale is a bad outcome. Okay. If the result is zero, you have to roll again. Ooh. So that's fun. Um, but oh, it's my scene. Okay. Hmm. He's gonna go get himself killed, isn't he? Mm. Part of me wants to do a flashback. Because we haven't done nice. one. Yes. I think this flashback is to the day or the night when we were in that room that ate people. Mm. Yeah. When things were bad. But maybe, and we were like trying to figure out how to get out of it again. Like maybe there was a door. Maybe it was just like a simple, real simple looking like stairwell down where the door was locked at the bottom and we just couldn't get it open and we were trying to figure out, like, maybe it was a puzzle lock or something. Mm-hmm. And we literally were just... Uh, it was l- like that scene in Lord of the Rings where they're stuck outside the back door to Moria <laughs> lines and they're just trying to figure out, okay, how the fuck do we get this door open? Let's just start throwing stuff out there and guessing. Maybe it is like yeah. that where it like becomes like... Uh, like, it really is like the, oh, let's start talking about, let's start just throwing out random, random possible passwords to this door. It's a word puzzle. Yeah. But, so yeah, this, this is the flashback. And I think in the flashback, Adlai and Morden and a couple of others are like around the, are around the door, figuring it out. And Coyote is sat on like the stairs with with Juniper. Oh. And maybe with Tamil as well. Tamil's like done the lock. She's like, Well that's a magic lock. I don't know what you yeah. want from me. Um <laughs> I did my best. I gave it my best shot and therefore no one can criticize me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we don't want to move to Coyote trying to blow the door open with right. evocation magic. 
So we're in the in-betweeny stage right now. <laughs> I think the, the three of us are like sat on the stairs. And I think like another member of the party is like further back up. I don't know who this other person is. Oh, maybe our ranger or our bard or our barbarian, whatever. Just chilling at the top where we came in because that door's now locked and we can't get back out the way we came in, obviously. Not yet, anyway. That's later group. That's later turnout. And just watching Adelaide doing much the same thing, just like barking various phrases at this <laughs> door. Yes. He starts just like quoting scripture at, at a certain point where he just starts like quoting like whole paragraphs of scripture, hoping that the right word will be in there somewhere. And Juniper, like the cleric, is like sat back on the side, like elbows on the stair behind, going, Why does he think that's going to work? <laughs> <laughs> it's all he knows. <laughs> uh, but it's like, it's also like said both like slightly amused and there's like a touch of fondness there as well um but also just like she sounds tired because like clearly they've been in this room a while the group and maybe like maybe like one or two of our party members are already missing in this group in this room somehow mm-hmm. even though the room mm-hmm. is fairly empty yeah and, like, there shouldn't be any way for them to go missing they just have all right so how about that maybe it's it's literally like adlai and morden at that door. Oh no, maybe Morden is already is one of the ones who's gone. Oh, yeah. At this point. Rip Morden. Can't get an F in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like maybe it's Adlai and one other that's at the door. One, two. The three of us on the <laughs> stairs. Oh, and maybe we can hit Oh, that's what it is. Like, um and we're sat there and above the stairs above us, the sort of Maybe it's the barbarian, because I'm just throwing herself out there, like moving back and forth, and maybe we hear that stop. Oh, no. Obviously, there's immediately, like, as soon as as soon as soon Adlai is aware of that, he's going to cut off whatever he was saying and march up the stairs to see what's going on. You know, what have you seen? What's, you know, give me a full report, all that shit. You know, like, what's going on? Why'd you stop walking? Has something gone wrong? And uh, I think we all go up. Yeah. Back up. I was and... going to say, Temmel would be like, knife in hand, goes down towards the door, and it's just like, we got to get this open. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe there's that there's that passing on the stairs. It's like, okay, you do that. I'm doing this. Yeah. And Adlai, um, Adlai and... Um, what's my character now? Coyote get to the top. <laughs> and Juniper sort of stayed in the middle. Yeah. And obviously the barbarian's just gone. And the two of them are there. And they can like maybe it's like a complete uh like another one of those long shots, but it's like at the bottom of this room to, and you can just see sort of like Temel in the foreground working on this door and Juniper sat on the stairs and at the top you see like the light from uh Kyoto's hand and Adlai up there. I'm just trying to establish stuff about who these people are. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just noticed the additional F in chat. Mm. Um. <laughs> and there's like... Mm, trying to make this about Kyoti and this should say something about them. Yeah. We have to... We can't... <laughs> we need to get to where we're going. Adler, we can't... He could... Tamil's right. We just, we need to get through that door. We can't. 
Maybe the others are already there. How could that possibly... We have to keep looking for... You can't just abandon somebody here. It's not just. I am not saying we abandon people. Well, you suggest we stop trying to figure out what happened and just... It's... Move forward. It's magic. It's... Or it's something. I detest magic. Yes, you've made that very clear. And yet here we are. (sighs) He looks very upset about abandoning, you know, trying to look through this almost empty room for somebody who clearly just isn't here anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he's gone, buddy. Come on, dude. But he's just not, he's not having it. So what do you, what what do we think the complication for this should be? Mm. I want to say, like, Adley putting his foot down, but even then, like, what is there to put his foot down about? Or maybe, maybe what it is, is, I don't know if this quite works, but like in getting out, whatever Kyote does, like with like a, a negative outcome, is the actual thing that's responsible for killing like one of the party members who hasn't gone missing yet. I mean, could be. And then the positives is, I mean, they still go missing during the, you know, the, tum- the tumultuous time of us getting the door open, but it wasn't actually a, a you know... It isn't they got struck in the head by a rock that popped out of the lintel of this doorway. They just disappear like the rest of them did. Uh, though we need to make it clear, like, because we said this was horrifying. This was this was about fear and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that was what we established in the world building. Yeah, so maybe it's like all of us are starting to see things. Yeah. Or maybe it's like, this is like, we, we are... We, like the next room we get into is still part of this part of the, this <gasps> sentient part of the tower, oh, and well, the next room is where the stuff got real gnarly. Ooh, yeah, but this is like that little before time, and that's maybe what why this is flashback is happening in the narrative because this is Adlai running in. Yeah, and because Kyoto's meant to be rash as well, so yeah. So what's the role here? What's the... Yeah, I'm trying to decide what the, the two outcomes are. Because this is a flashback. So this is stuff that's already happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I was trying to give it like a, the same thing happens, but it's whose fault it is kind of thing. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Or like, would she, uh, would they be there to see it? Like, uh, one way there is uh, a hesitation um, in, in which they hesitate and don't go after and then the other one is they they do go in and follow Adlai. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know what I want for this. This is tricky. Um, I've painted myself into a corner. Okay. Um, Kyoto's got the trait forgiving, so I am happy for something to break bad here between them and Adlai that they have forgiven him for. Maybe Adlai causes some sort of something i also kind of miss like what is in this like what is what is exactly happened to this barbarian i well because i mean like if we're if we're pre everyone gets eaten we still have a bigger party so like morden would still be there or well i think we we saw those people have started disappearing but we don't know where they are like this is like 
this right. shadowy room like or the, i imagine this is like a spiral staircase around a chamber and there's literally a door at the top and a door at the bottom and a gap up the middle and people have just disappeared yeah that's what i was imagining also something like, like that listen i've been playing werewolf the apocalypse i know spirals are never good spiral mm-hmm. staircase never good yeah well i'm kind of now i've said this i'm imagining this room is effectively like if kind of like the esophagus of whatever this sentient oh, thing is that it. eats i love it but i hate and it and it's like the <laughs> the next bit is the stomach where shit gets real bad where it gets juicy i know we were avoiding graphic depictions of bodily harm but like there's some fucking torture shit happening down below well that's the whole thing's like this thing feeds on fear but maybe it's separated. And that's what it is. Everyone is starting to panic. Yeah. So there's the p- fear of the people already taken or been, who've literally maybe just been moved into the next area. That's what I was thinking. Like, we we come across them again, but they're not alive. Mm-hmm. Some, both. Both. Mm. Okay. Um. All right. The positive outcome is that these two are about to disappear. Uh, they're going to disappear regardless. Uh, I think the positive outcome is that they arrive in the next place together mm-hmm. and accomplish like it's not going to be good but they're there together and it establishes between them that Adlai can be trusted to do stuff and that his instincts are good yeah negative is that they ended up separated and Kyo yeah they end up separated and Kyoti loses trust in him and maybe it's like a stepping forward into something it's a and maybe he says something like it's an act of faith yeah or something and it's just like does a thing yeah and does it break the faith does it break his faith as well this affects him too i like that all right okay do your role all right okay do i want this to go a specific way i kind of want this to go negatively because i'm me who you are as a person it is who i am as a person so i'm going to quickly mark my karma pool so i don't lose track of it and i'll roll them bones what happened that'll be a one. Oh. oh boy there is no scale of failure here but there is something about seeing a one that makes me go oh that felt real bad yeah, yeah same so i think like so it's like them having this discussion here and um maybe he insulted them because mm. just like somebody like you with your tricks would never understand it yeah and he like he like storms off or down back down the stairs or something like that and in that moment i think maybe all of them disappear but it's the note that it was left on yeah mm-hmm. like what what do you think he would say you know, something like perhaps perhaps for somebody who's so used to waving their hands and the answer appearing, it may not occur to you to take a leap of faith. But sometimes one has to lay their ultimate fate in the hands of a higher being. And he just storms off. He's like, sometimes you just got to leave it to God and God will, God will deliver you. Sam, that is so good for reasons you do not know about the choices I've made for this character. Holy shit, thank you. Hell yeah, I love it when that happens. Choice. (laughs) Choice. Alright. And yeah, I think and then that happens and then like the darkness, like maybe as he goes down the stairs like a step disappears and he sort of goes 
through it. Yes. But yeah. And then maybe they close their eyes and they open them and we're back in the present moment. And they are looking in the direction that Adelaide went. Mm, love it. All right. All right. Nope. <laughs> um, I think, like, I want to say Temel is going to... She's either going to try and get... She doesn't want Kyoti to go after Adelaide in as much as that she wants to ensure that Kyoti is going to be fine, mm-hmm. but she also knows that this is a really great opportunity to go, to go and steal a hairpin. That's so good, Mav. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. And so, like, I think it's, you know, Adley turns around and says, like, I'm going to go take care of this and, like, storms off. And perhaps, like, Kyoti is getting ready to move, like, after him and then hesitates because they're like oh god what do i do and temel reaches up and grabs their wrist and is just listen you trusted me with that with the thing about the book so i'm going to trust you something uh, and trust you with something also okay Uh, all right i gotta get something else from here and it's one of those hairpins okay um can you have my back and uh Smile, their, their expression kind of softens and it's sort of a, a real mix of things in that moment. Um, but they're like, yeah, of course. Anywhere, anywhere I can. I normally wouldn't ask this, but he's distracted and if I can get it and he doesn't notice and I spare myself one of his lectures and then maybe we can go and save him after and then we'll be heroes. But Okay, so do you, do you need my help? I should be able to pick the lock. I've looked through it earlier. It's mundane. But I need to know if whatever got him spooked is coming up on us at any point. All right. And so, like, she, like, hauls herself back to her feet, stumbles a little bit, and is like, nope, I got this. I got this. (laughs) And just, like, immediately takes off towards where the case is. And I was going to say, like, perhaps, like, one of the, the things that she found earlier in one of the other lockboxes that she had been practicing on was, uh, it could have been, like, a fancy, like, necklace or a diadem or something like that. And so mm-hmm. she's just going to, like, make a swap um, is her plan. She's just be like, hey, look, all the fancy things are still here. Because chances mm-hmm. are, if Adelaide is going to, like, look through it, he's yeah. not going to notice that, like, oh, a hairpin is now replaced by, like, a necklace or something like that. Yeah, no, he can give uh-huh. shit about that. <laughs> yeah. He's all like, alright, right, well, there were six shiny things, and now there's still six shiny things. Yep. Um, is mostly what her thought process is. Alright. So, yeah, she goes and brings out her tools, and it's time to pick some locks. And, like, her hands are very clearly shaking as she's doing this. Mm. Okay, well, the positive... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. If you, have you got something for the <laughs> yeah. Kafka? Because the positive outcome is obviously yeah, you, do, you it. do it. I want to yeah. say the negative outcome is not only do you break whatever you're trying to use to pick this lock again, but also it's not as mundane as you thought it was. And it's a little bit cursed. Yeah. Curse is good. Just a little bit cursed. Yeah. yeah. Um, definitely, I want this to go well. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. swapping that karma pool. Okay. And now we're going to... Roll 3d6. 
Oh, buddy! Oh, no. <laughs> I got a six. <laughs> no, that was so close as well. <laughs> and I think that shows also yeah. is that you know, like she, like she thinks she's got it, and lets her guard down a little bit, or like her hands are like shaking hard enough where her her lock slips the the wrong way, mm-hmm. and she feels it catch thinks she's got it, and then twists it, breaks mm-hmm. the lockpick, and then, you know, whatever else, like, I don't, uh... I got, some, I got a possible thing, just because there's a vibe. I think, briefly, you feel a presence behind you, and there's, like, this whisper of hair. Like, that sort of silky sound. And a female voice in your ear just says, Oh, I see you, and I'll be following you. And I, what, and I think you feel like this, this whisper of pressure, either around, maybe it's around your wrists, because that's what you're doing right now. And it's like you look down, and it's like there's soot or something streaked around each of your wrists. I'm thinking like the black spot kind of a vibe. I kind of like the idea where it's like she feels it around her hands, like someone reached out. You know how you, like you can grab someone's hands from the opposite direction, like you just like clasp them between. And so she's got like a sooty hand mark from her wrist up her forearm a little bit, like down her hand, like someone like clasped her hands from behind, like at the wrist or something like that. And so it's like you know, it it feels like it's a, like a weird. I got you from the other end, and then, you know, it breaks. Nice. Temel swears colorfully. Oh, well, if, like, yeah, you do it, but maybe the force of it which it breaks, mm-hmm. the glass panel breaks as well. So you are in, but your pick is broken. Yeah, her next move would have been just, like, taking the, the butt of a dagger and busting yeah. it open. Yeah, but that means that Adlai cool. is definitely going to notice that shit. Yeah. yeah. Do you still do the swap with the beard? I still do the swap. Oh, the, the necklace or whatever it is. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So I guess it is it time to figure out what happens to Adlai? Yeah. And I think like immediate, like she like swaps out the thing and like secrets. She has like, you know, little secret pockets every which way and like mm-hmm. puts the hairpin in one of those pockets and just goes like, all right, let's just go save that self-righteous paladin he's not self-righteous yeah. i mean he is but like yeah he cares yeah. about the world yeah he cares about the order yeah. about order yeah we yeah we've got to do these fifth scenes and then we roll for the finales oh, fuck. all right mm-hmm. so scene number five my my scene um adlai's sort of storming through the library does he i want to say maybe he steps on somewhere that I guess people haven't been to yet, and it opens up a door. And he's being led towards this door. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't trust it. He's, like, standing by the door and is like, come face me. You know, don't, I, you know, I I abhor that you're standing, hiding in the darkness, taunting us with the voices of the past. You know, taunting us with our past transgressions. Come and fight me like a man or die like a beast. God. He's a pretentious asshole. He's, mm-hmm. you know. And do you think this is where you guys catch up with him? 
or does he oh no i think we got to give him another moment yeah Yeah. (laughs) so what do you what is happening in this moment that you're giving him how's he how's because like i like that he's just like shouting into this room that is not like the light doesn't seem to penetrate into this room it's like a bookcase that swings off to the side that was up against the wall nice it's on like the outer rim of the of the room because we're like Mm -hmm. deep underground at this point in this inverted tower yeah and it heads off in you know the darkness and he's shouting down into it you know how dare you man yells at clouds Mm -hmm. i'm just kidding that's an old man yells at clouds Uh, yeah old man yells at darkness um you know how dare you use that voice against me is another one of those things he's shouting down this hallway like how dare you use that man against me very miles edgeworth Hmm. um okay oh and the voice from the dark days because what voice would you rather i use then paladin and it shifts from his that voice of the man uh and it shifts to that of juniper oh no it's just like your own preferably stop wearing others faces and come face me as you are what makes you think all of these aren't my faces? All that have stepped through into the darkness are mine to use. See, now I'm just imagining, like, fucking Adlai himself steps out from the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Norta boy! <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I, my, my frame this, of reference is, is like, is this the complication, do you think? Well, I feel like it's, does he, does he, the complication is something could step out and i suppose positive is something you're able to fight and negative is something that makes you falter Mm, so it's i mean or is positive it comes out to you and negative is you walking (laughs) oh yeah yeah you know what i want to say that's a good he's proven himself to be negative you walk in (laughs) (laughs) that's so true negative you're uh all right i'm not gonna tip it either way Okay. Eight. Nice. Oh, it's an eight. So something steps out. I do really like the idea that it's just like like a shadow of Adlai. Sure. The biggest thing you have to fear is yourself. You have narrative control right now. I've played Persona. (laughs) You're not me. (laughs) Boss fight begins. So is it like a shadowy form of himself? Yeah. But even more like bearing. Like it's the nega. I don't even know if it's the nega Adlai. I think it's what Adlai is is afraid of himself becoming. Mm, Good. It's the good shit. It's it's Mm -hmm. Adlai as he half wishes he could be, but mostly fears he could become. You know, Mm. never taking bribes, all those things. But like, instead of all of the things that he like would assume it would be is this Adlai looks happy and like content. He still looks, you know, uh, lawful evil. evil. But like this Adlai looks like he's got smile lines rather than frown lines. And, you know, he looks, but he also isn't wearing any indication of his God. He's not religious. Ooh. He's not. Love to fuck with paladins like this. He looks relaxed. Mm-hmm. He looks free. But also, like, this is this is something that's fucking with him. This is pulling this directly out of his mind of everything he's afraid of becoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add a detail, if you wouldn't mind. Yes, please. Which is, 
You know that book you found? Oh, yeah. It gets real heavy in your pocket all of a sudden, like you're being tugged. I don't know whether it's you're being tugged towards this entity. I think he's going to take the book out of his pocket and look at it and be like, what the fuck? Like, he's still, like, got one eye on this uh-huh. this, this opposite ad lie, but he's also, like, mm-hmm. you know, picking this, taking this book out and looking at this guy like is this what you want from me all like all of this suffering for us to give you something you already owned Mm. like i jade have very specific ideas about what that book is oh interesting can you tell us in an out of character sense because i'm super curious about what it's supposed to be yeah um it's necromancy motherfucker no wonder no wonder you were like you were like oh is this guy still alive you mm-hmm. bitch. <laughs> I love it. Um, Coyote needs this book because they want to bring somebody back Ooh. or free somebody from something or Ooh. rescue a soul. Fuck yeah. I mean, that's deeply against basically every religion, but you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think Adlai is going to recognize what it is. I don't think that he's come into contact with this kind of thing sure but i think he would recognize the symbol of the as we said of the goddess of death on the cover oh shit you're right yeah so he's like you know oh you know what i think is probably he's probably thinking oh this is divine this is something divine that's punishing me specifically Uh even though he succeeded he's like you know he's he's like worried now that like that he's gotten in between two gods who are fighting essentially cool uh huh. He's 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 gonna probably like you know uh, appeal to his god for direction and help, and that's probably the end of the scene. Is him like taking a step back, tightening his grip on this book, and starting to pray. Probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess my scene is like Coyote getting to this scene, and tell me you can join whenever as well, like. You're a little, obviously, a little behind, but you know they like you. There was maybe the sound of broken glass, but like no explosions or anything getting into that other cabinet. Mm-hmm. So nothing that bad could have happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they get to this spot where Adlai is, see him praying, seeing how, see him holding that book, and see this shadowy. Well, it's not even made of shadow, is it? Just this other. Adlai. I want to say this other Adlai looks extremely smug also. Like, he looks like he's had a happy life, but he just looks real smug and kind of, like, more of an asshole. I hate it. I hate it. It's great. Um, And they step forward and they flex their hand and it bursts into flame. The book? No, their hand. Oh, okay. Bursts into flame. It's like wreathed in flame. And they sort of step forward up next to ally putting themselves um keeping an eye on this other on this smug version and just like Adlai, are you okay <sighs> he he like doesn't answer he's just sort of like gonna back up a little bit closer to kyote like mm-hmm. while keeping his eyes fully trained on yeah i mean reminder you know that Coyote was looking for that book. Yeah. But also, 
you know, the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Sure, but, like, he can ask yeah. if it occurs to him to do so. Like, why did you want this? And is this why we're being tortured like this? Is it all your fault? Do the gods hate you? <laughs> no. Um, he probably, like... I mean, that would be a ballsy thing to say, but, you know... <laughs> he probably flips, you know, like, like shakes the book in their direction and, and asks, quite simply... What use did you have for this? I need to help somebody. Admirable. Help, you know. The gods help those who help themselves, as it may be. Well, that's why I came looking for the book, Adlai. And just, like, looking at this smug version. What, does the smug version do anything, do you think? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... The sm- like I'm trying to figure out like what the th- what is the threat that this smug version of him has other than just I am your biggest fear. I mean, eventually, in theory, would want to eat him. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. also true. Because that, that's what we've established. That's what we've established. It's hungry. It's hungry. Yeah. I mean, does it also see Kyote approaching and then shift to match them? Ooh. Or does maybe another another of what is the thing that Kyote fears most? Mm. also steps out of the same door that's good Ooh, you know what it's i want to say it's whoever they're trying to like bring back but they look like real fucked up not maybe dead but like brought back but wrong yeah or like that they're suffering or have been suffering yeah i'm trying to find an image of the kind Mm -hmm. of like fucked up revived person yeah, I don't want it to look like too zombie-vied, and not just because of our our line, yeah. uh, sorry, our veil on such things. Because I don't, I, I also don't want it to be too zombie. Yeah, no, I'm like, I mean, like somebody who looks very, very haunted. Yeah, and who is clearly suffering. Mm. Yeah, and not necessarily. Yeah, uh, then a figure steps out, and um, <laughs> you'll remember this too, actually, Sam, because you were there for that, and this has hap- this happened in house when we played that Mm. uh this is a figure in armor with dark like black messy hair uh and for our listeners i'm sorry this is sir edward Uh oh the character that i called the wrong name for a long time hmm Ah, it's all good, but yes. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I couldn't remember his name right for the first maybe forty yeah. minutes of our game. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's Sir Edward, and looks kind of distraught, and yeah, I want to be clear that I think the monster that feeds on fear is separate to Ningal's presence in mm-hmm. this place. Yes, like yeah, maybe. Here's fun. We'll pitch this through. Maybe this creature is like a is like a child or an offspring of Ningal. Ooh, mm-hmm. spooky. And by the fact that having it here, maybe the wizard made a deal with Ningal. She's like, "Hey, can your kid like live here and keep my shit?" So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, good. He's like, and they just look at this figure and they're trying. They're just like, "I need you to give me that book." I'd like. Could you use it to dispel? He like tits his head towards the um evildoers that are standing before them i intend to try he doesn't look happy about it and he, he can clearly tell that like you know i want to help someone using this book that's got the you know symbol of the god of death on it like the charitable idea would be oh you know there are 
prayers and rituals in here to lay the dead to rest who have perhaps become a ghost. Um, Hmm. But also, that's the most charitable reading of that. Uh, The most charitable interpretation of what could you possibly want to help somebody with with a necromancy book. Mm -hmm. So he hesitates. So does he hand it over? I think that's probably the question. That's probably going to be the... um, the, the complication. complication. Does he hand it over? Mm. Oh man, this is another one where it's interesting if it goes negative, like what happens next? Yeah. So, alright, or I could swing it back and do a positive. I give myself a dice and move back to more the middle of the round, which makes the finale more interesting. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave it as is and just roll. Fuck yeah. Do it. Go for it. 2d6. A 10. Damn. Wow. This is, I think this is the first time we've gotten like a successful roll that hasn't been somewhat rigged. You know, like, you know, tilted within the favor of a positive yeah. roll. Sure. Oh, you got oh actually, four. I got one. Didn't I? Your last mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Adlai takes a deep breath and he sort of without looking away from this, you know, apparition of himself, holds it out to Kyote. Okay, they take the book. Maybe he, like, slaps Kyote's chest with it. Like, take it. (laughs) Rude. I think they hold the book to themselves, like, relieved, and slip it into their pocket, because they're not actually going to use the book to do this. (laughs) And they literally just put the book away, and they ignite their other hand, and they literally unleash, like, a fireball. Fuck yeah. In front of them, just like, <laughs> oh, beautiful to drive this shit back. Oh, I love that. I think that works. I think that cool. That scene is that scene, or is yeah? I mean, because the the complication wasn't whether or not they'd be able to do it. It was whether he would give them the book. Yeah, <laughs> and he gave them the book, but and it was a positive outcome. So in theory, I feel like this is enough to send these things back with a shriek and it sounds like and maybe because this is still the creature the screaming of it shifts back um and like maybe that is uh it turns back into that man's scream <laughs> i'd like kind of wavers a little bit uh-huh. and maybe you know just goes to his knees at this point just like sure and i think we also hear like that that we hear edward scream and we hear the screams of juniper and morden and the rest of the party and almost maybe even ourselves as well like echoing through the library uh but it drives it back for now and we're able to and like the you know how like uh fire sucks the oxygen out of stuff yeah i feel like the fireball sort of gets sucked into that door and then the door sort of slams shut behind it and there's just the two of them left, like Adelaide on his knees, like you said, and Kyoto like shaking, like, and they're like pale beneath the tan of their skin, because this was like a big amount of fire very quickly. Yeah. So I feel like the air feels like super arid and dry, like all the moisture of the air in the air got evaporated by the force of this fireball that they also had to keep contained so it didn't like kill them and Adelaide. So. Yeah. Well, we did it. I mean, I don't I don't think it's dead. I don't. Yeah. Well. It's not here now, and that's what's no, that's but what matters. We should 
leave. We should get. <laughs> we should leave. We should get. We we should get. Tamalan, we should leave. We should Regardless leave. Regardless of what else. We should leave. Forget the rest of the list. We need to leave. I would agree. I cannot but agree. <laughs> Tamal, get your shit together. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like. Time to pick our shit up and get gone. I want By the time they, like, they, like, make their way back to the hub and, like, Tamal's, like, sitting there. Like, I've been here the whole time. I'm too injured to do anything. Ah, uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. But right. I mean, like, she definitely looks very concerned, and she's just kind of like, what the fuck just happened? I mean, she heard all the all screaming, right. right? Of like, She heard a lot of screaming and saw a fireball, uh, so she expected the worst, and was just kind of like, all right, I'm going to have to start deciding what I want to take, and I'm just going to ollie the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she's, like, still, she was, like, giving them a few minutes before she started, like, packing up to see if a fire was going to start spreading. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they ran the conscious, like, we need to go. Uh, yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. All right. And then it's your scene. Yeah. Um, jeez. Is this us making our way out now? I think so. Um... I'm trying to decide what would be most interesting here. Um, oh, is she attempting to cover her wrists, by the way? Like her hands? No, I don't think so. Like, because she, she doesn't wear gloves because they mm. impede her work. And so, like, I, I think she also just doesn't kind of have, like, the wherewithal to be like, I should cover my hands with something that I mm. don't own like it would be now more suspicious mm. if she was wearing gloves Whoa. you know and i mean she got just touched by the god of death she's allowed to be a bit shook yeah <laughs> i think that's more than fair i think we're all a bit shook <laughs> yes mm-hmm. and so i think she's also just kind of relying on that <laughs> for no one to notice what's up with her hands and she's just kind of like all right we're booking it we we gotta go like, I don't know if we want to make any last grab for things. No time for propriety, Adelaide. If you want, like, extra cash, tell me and I can just grab anything. But we just, we gotta go. I Yeah, I mean, he's still not gonna let you do that, but... Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> he's still like, uh, no. <laughs> Coyote gives you a small look as, like, did you get it? Yeah, she, like, makes, like, um... You know, it's essentially Thieves Can't, but not copyrighted mm. by D&D. But um, mm-hmm. she, like, makes, like, a small motion with her hand uh, yeah. that's, like, in the affirmative. And cool. just kind of, like, jerks her head over her shoulder and is just like, I can I can take the lead if you want me to get the locks first. But, like, we, you know, fastest way out. Up and out. All right. I imagine, like, we've got maybe a bag of holding. Yeah, something like that. Probably. To, 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 so we can get every, all of our stuff that we've got, we can get it yeah. packed yes. up and get out. Bag of holding is something we'd be able to afford. Um, had a really morbid thought just now that if they did find the bodies of their comrades, they could have put it in the bag of holding for safekeeping, for burial, to return to their families kind of shit. But I don't think any of them would have thought of that. Mm. Tethel would have been like, no, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's valid. You're going to get body parts on the shinies that I found. <laughs> Yuck. So what do we want the complication to be? Is it like 
Because the finale, I like the thought, could be us. what happens after we get out of the dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. So that works on the assumption that we maybe do. So the complication isn't like, can we even get out of the library? Is the complication finding a safe path out? Or whether or not we can find a safe path out? Yeah. Because Tamil is leading the way? Yeah. Because, like, I feel like we've probably mostly... Like, anything that was waiting for us to kill it, we probably killed. Yeah. Except for this scary living part of the dungeon. The tower itself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like... Well, then, maybe... Sorry, go for it. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe the positive outcome is that uh, you're able to find us a route that bypasses interacting or dealing with that shit. Yeah. Again. And we're able to get out without further injury or loss. Yeah. And, like, in that case, like, you know, it's also... It's a longer path, and that could have been why mm-hmm. we didn't take it down in the first place, or mm-hmm. like we didn't know. And yeah, I was mapping it as we went, and yeah. finding those alternate options or being like, hey. And so, like, mm-hmm. a lot of it is also like, I don't know if this will actually work. Yeah. Uh, or maybe the negative is that we- it costs us something to get out. Mm. We literally don't have much. Yeah. <laughs> and it would have to be that it would cost me something. Yeah, so it's like, is it the bag you're carrying that you lose? Is it that you somehow lose the hairpin? Ooh. Yeah. <sighs> Hell, we said it was mildly enchanted. Maybe... Maybe it's just a little cursed. I mean, I think his temple's already cursed now. Yeah, True. I was like, I did get cursed swapping it out. Yeah, so, well, how about that? Maybe it's like you lose... Curse kicks in. Yeah, something happens and uh, you lose the pin and you lose your extra payday. Mm. Mm. If if that's a satisfying conundrum for you or a complication for you. Or it's like you you will lose something of worth and it could be like, I'm keeping this vague, a body part in the process. (laughs) Um... I mean, it could also just be, like, at a hesitation, um, Goddess does speak up again and just be like, I can help you out of here, but you are going to now be indebted. Love that. Yeah, okay, so there we go. I like that for for negative. Positive is just like, we get out of there scot-free, no problems. Yeah, negative is that there are, it it costs to mail something. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take that negative dice then. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. It's like that I will be willing to sacrifice. I was like, she really wants that hairpin. Uh, 2d6 minus 1d6. All right, all right, all right. A three. Boo, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if What if it's this moment where we get to door and you're like drastically unpicking it and it's not going to work? And you can feel like this surge of fear in you and time stops for a second. Mm -hmm. And that whisper is back. And it's just like, oh, little thief. You're in a bit of bother, (laughs) aren't you? Always am. That's the line of job. That's a line of profession. Hmm. Well, I could help if you, uh, if you would like seem a pity to come all this way and not leave with what you were looking for. And you feel like this tug at where the pocket where the pin is. 
Mm-hmm. Like, she knows what you were there for. Oh, yeah. Seems a pity that you wasted all that effort to uh, ensure that I even got this in the first place if I was to just end up here, huh? I'm sure you'd be much more useful back on the surface, running around, doing the things that you do, those deft hands of yours. Sure. Is Temple about to become a warlock? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she wants arcane secrets arcane she arcane. does <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm sure I could find use for them I always did love a uh, high risk high reward <sighs> oh darling we'll get along swimmingly and I think you feel like the this cold pressure envelop your hands and guide you and is able to get that lock undone mm-hmm. and free but your hands and um, you get the door open and the voice is like we'll talk soon and but the cold do- and like the presence fades but your hands don't get warm right for a long while and it's just like it's just on that imprint that's already on her hands mm-hmm. just that whole bit is cold mm-hmm. all right delightful Okay, now we make our finale rolls. Um, once we do this, we'll roll... Whatever. I think we're all on a certain... We might all be on the same dice, but either way, once we do our roll, uh, as I said before, if you end up with one or above, it's you decide how it ends. It doesn't have to be positive. It just says your ending can be anything you desire. Uh, and if it's a negative total, then the ending should be bad. And if it's a zero, like a flat zero, you roll again. Yeah, and the nice thing is it's not like Fiasco, where you have levels of drama. Mm-hmm. But whatever... Yeah, no, it's like you said, it's it's either a positive or it's, it's either a negative or how you want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you roll however many positive you've got dice you have, minus however many negative you have. I'm just gonna roll so many dice. It's fine. Yeah, the thing is, based on your total, then you get to go back and forth with... Oh, that's who goes first, is, is what it does. Yeah. I'm getting mixed up with the number of vignettes you do. All right. I guess I didn't even really matter if I rolled or not. I had 5d6. There was no way I was going to get a negative because I wasn't subtracting anything. Oh, dang. You went all the way up. Wow. Huh. Uh, see, there's all the high dice. <laughs> okay. Let me just check I have written that correctly. So I'm rolling four positive and one negative. Okay. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Four. That could have ended badly. Yeah, it could have. Yeah. If you didn't get that five. Yeah. All right. And Sam, did you roll? I have not rolled yet. So I also need to roll four d6 minus one d6. Yeah. And the important thing is, as long as you get over zero, you're yeah. fine. Or you get to have the story ending you want. <laughs> you're fine as in you have more narrative control. Eleven. <laughs> Damn. Alright, um, okay, so flip back to the PDF. The player with the highest total goes first. Yep, that's me. The players each take turns around the table narrating one final scene, which is a vignette, and should give some indication to the ending of the story for your character. Yeah, I think the really easy solution is that, of course, they go and they get their accommodation from the king, is, you know, the way that Temel will call it. Um, and she obviously slips away before any of the guards can be like, all right, well, now we're going to arrest you. Um, <laughs> They've got a grudge. And, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Galen's like, I know. <laughs> I know what you're capable of. Um, but no, so like, I think the shot is actually of her leaving the Kerrigan estate, as it were, tossing a bag of coins, you know, as you do, and slips mm-hmm. it into her pocket. And then kind of like stands outside for a moment. And again, like, as in her opening shot, you see her like breathe in, breathe out. And then she pivots on her heel and heads down towards a like uh, an alley between the houses or something like that. And as the shadows grow, they just kind of like grow up around her legs and just be like, oh, she's enveloped in shadow. And then she's gone or like and then the alleyway is empty. Love that shit. It's very good. Yes, good. Yeah. So I guess I'm next because I got 11 and you got Mm -hmm. a four. So I feel like my ending shot is he's walking out. He's he's gotten his, you know, King's happy with him. He fulfilled his duties. He got out of this what he sort of intended to, I guess. But he's still very lost. But, like, as he leaves the palace, he sort of ends up face-to-face with, it's that guy. <laughs> it's The guy we haven't named. The guy we haven't named. It's just going to continue to be that man, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's how he refers to him in his head. Yep. It's good. It's very Miles Edgeworth. Miles Edgeworth is a Javert-type character. I have a whole, I have a whole fucking essay to write about that. Anyways, though. <laughs> um, you know... They're standing across the street from each other and just looking at each other, and Guy sort of tips his head back, gestures, and Adlai walks across the street, and in this his own very emotionally constipated way, is inviting at least a conversation, and we fade out on him following after this nondescript man, <laughs> <laughs> starting a conversation, and that's where it fades out on hope question mark who knows Hmm. you see Kyoti in a study lab some kind of workspace and there's an elaborate circle chalked out on the floor runes and the the book is open in front of them and they're diligently copying it and you see them slice open their hand with a blade and press their hands together and then press them down onto the circle. And the circle flares with light and a doorway splits open in front of them and light sort of floods into the space. And you see a silhouette appear in the doorway. You can't see any features. You can maybe make out a mess of hair. And Coyote smiles. And that's... Fuck yeah. That. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been karma. That was karma. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, yes, thank you so much. Um, thank You can... Um, thank you for listening. As always, um, you can find the show, Twitter and Tumblr, at FTLcast, on Patreon, at patreon.com FTLcast. Um, bloopers outtakes archived live streams and art whenever um, it goes at time up. of recording <laughs> yeah and at time of recording we're getting ready to uh to do a little thing we are gonna do uh, a thing to play a game 
Sorry. Yeah, we're getting we're we're prepping to do uh something uh GM'd exclusively for the Patreon content. So that's to look who knows when to. it's gonna go up, honestly. Probably But who knows when up. you'll get it. Who knows when you'll get it? But like yeah. considering when we're recording this and when this episode is due to go out, you could be in luck. <laughs> um who knows? But yeah, but um all right, I've been Jade. You can still find me at jadeoxidrose on Twitter. Uh, I've been Sam. You can find me at SAKalo on Twitter. And also, I forgot to pitch this or to um, boost this at the beginning, but I'm going to be tabling at Fan Expo Canada in Toronto in August. A little bit early, but tickets should hopefully still be available by the time this episode goes out. So you should get them and uh, come say hi to me in Canada if you're around Toronto in August. It's a big con. And uh, I am Mab. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Little Lady Mab. I will have announcements for things up there when I get them up and running. Uh, and you can also find my games that I'll be writing at Gen Con. I'll be talking about them a lot because I enjoy having people that I know sit at my table. And I believe Zachary will also be there. He's going to try. And Brian from The Room Where It Happened will also be trying to be there at least that's who I know. So come find us, come play some of our games, and you can find that information on our Twitters. But for now, that's it, and let's go clap. All right, let's, let's clap. clap. It's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again!